0: What up, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Sheik LOX L-O-X, D-Block, Silverback Gorilla up in here. Ayo, Poe was good fam. You know what I'm saying? Right now we po-politicking with my homie Poe. You heard? Po-politicking. That's that's hard. You know what I mean? Where self-help meets hip-hop. You know what I mean? That's what it is, man. Poe was good. DJ period. Just two black brothers. You know what I'm saying? We three black brothers. The Lock's doing what we do too. You know what I mean? Preserving the hip-hop culture and all that, and introducing the future stars. Hey yo, keep shining, King. You already know what it is, man. We got you over here. You do your thing over there. She Lox, L-O X D block. Yeah, Po Politicking. Peace.
1: Popolitiking.com.
0: Baby girl like a Barbie, she wanna be permanent, just like a Sharpie I let her ride like a Harley Know I'm the life of the party, I'm popping the Ops while I'm puffin' that money I woke up in a Ferrari Baby girl like a Barbie, she wanna be permanent, just like a Sharpie I let her ride like Harley Know I'm the life of the party, I'm popping the opps while I'm puffin' the money. Every little thing is gonna be all right, I bet my life. Short on love, Feeling thug. I know I ain't met my wife, but this my summer. Honest. Burn man said, I'm a stunner Gassed up like a hummer Such a dummy, don't get done up Yeah, I like my girls pink in the middle Play dumb, but they in a little Probably the smartest ones in the room Feeling me, mini-me's coming soon Feeling merciful, don't make me hurt you The circle go way up, yeah Getting chill out, silence We don't gotta say much Same old shit with the same gang Dying with my niggas is a Honda Won't rest till I get them wrong. Came a long way from a Honda up the game on water court Need a hundred mil, then a hundred more Remember when my pockets was gum fit Now I run it up on some force gum shit Tell them I still a wiggle Build my blocks up like Legos I told her let's go to Legos Put my partners on payroll Never pace with them pesos Smoking sticky, that pistol Can't feel my face, so it's cash close Rapidores and they stay slow Excuse me I woke up in a Ferrari Baby girl, look like a Barbie. She wanna be permanent, like a Sharpie. I let her ride like a Harley. Know I'm the life of the party. I'm popping the ops while I'm puffing that money. I, I woke up. I woke up in a Ferrari. Baby girl, look like a Barbie. She wanna be permanent, like a Sharpie. I let her ride like Harley. Know I'm the life of the party. I'm popping the ops while I'm puffing that money I'm going to to tribute Tributo with a bad thing, damn it where the roof go? She looking for a family like a group home. At the top, he sloppy, I'll adopt it. Got me blasting off just like a rocket. Then I plug that ass just like a socket. You looking shocked? Was never not an option. Telling my guy that Brown am in the race. That's said Nipsey, you're the marathon. Continued, they knew they wouldn't last in the first place. Couldn't get the cake on their birthday. We not the same. I'm Willis really fucking you lame. Your girlfriend showed me her pinky, she giving me. Know that Troyman the genius, so that's why the dome is insane. Yikes! I yikes with Oh my God! I ain't had a dream, I slept in a robbery. It felt so real. Fuck it, let's make a deal. How about I'ma wrap you rap through my skills. Everything is killed. You stream and stream, that comes in the green, and I'm up the hill. About to cop me some wheels. Trunk in the front, what's up with it? it really good. Hood nigga, so I smoke blunts in it. it really hurt. Deal on the way, we done did it. it really good. Just to die for, I'm on my high horse. Whipping wisdom, attacking time, come swerve on my course. Set the record. Going NARS, Barkley crazy with the cadence till I like, give me your RAI. Mm. I woke up in a Ferrari. I woke up. I woke up in a Ferrari, baby girl like a Barbie, she want to be permanent, like a Sharpie, I let her ride like a Harley, know I'm the life of the
2: party, I'm popping the Ops while I'm puffing that Marley. Welcome back to PopowTicket.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Right now we're live on YouTube. check us out on Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, 1212 and place to be with Troy, man. How you doing, bro? What's up, brother? How you, man? I'm great. I'm trying to figure out the meaning behind how you spell your name. I see the O is... The O and the N and the M is capitalized.
1: Oh, I used to... That's just something I used to do as a kid, man. Um, I was just thinking of different ways to make my name stand out. I mean, when you go on Apple Music and Spotify and stuff now, you just spell it Troy, man. The T is just capital, but... Some people have uh, kept spelling it like that just throughout the years. So sometimes you get it with the, the O's and the Y's up, and sometimes you don't.
2: Okay, then where you from?
1: Born in San Francisco, um, raised in Oakland. Uh, I moved to Atlanta. I'm currently in Atlanta. I've been here for about 12, 13 years now. So, you from Atlanta then? Technically, me- but not really. Um, home, mm-hmm. I've, I've I've been home. I didn't been back and forth, um, you know, to the Bay Area for for X amount of years. Um, even after I moved to Atlanta, so I've definitely established a home here. But nah, California is still home for sure.
2: What made you move to Atlanta?
1: Cost of living. Um, the neighborhood that I was into in too, um, in, um, in Oakland was pretty pretty rough. My mom um, had three boys, so. And just the stuff that we were exposed to on a on a day-to-day out there was just a lot compared to just how slower and how more calm it was in the south so we had family out here and then we ended up relocating okay
2: so uh, let's go back to your what's your earliest memories of hip-hop that you remember
1: oh man um roughly around three four years old my um, my stepfather uh he was a hip-hop artist uh out of california He used to just take me to the studio with him. I used to just like soak up the energy and stuff in the studio, just being able to, um, you know, um, see what what it's like to create the music, see being on the other side of it. So yeah, that was pretty much it. That and him listening to Tupac consistently, definitely, definitely pushed me in the direction of wanting to do hip hop, so. Mm.
2: So how did you end up becoming an MC?
1: Um, Man, uh, when I moved to Georgia, I was roughly about 13, 14. Met these two guys and um, they had a rap group already and they'd asked me to to be in it. it this group called the Young Hustlers. And um, I rapped with them for a project and then after that truly realized that the solo solo move was definitely the way for me, you could say. And then um, yeah, since then, since about 14, 15, I've been, uh, been rocking solo, developing my own
2: sound and gathering my own audience. Mm-hmm. So how would, how would you describe a uh, Troy man, the person? Um, I, I, I'm definitely
1: um, a natural leader. I think people um, view me as that naturally. I'm, I'm the oldest of four boys. So I, I find myself in leader-like positions, you could say. Um, I think that's what Troy man is. Almost like you're, you're very, um, almost like a rap superhero, if you will the name and everything. That's really what I kind of want to take, uh, want people to take from from my name when they hear it. Like I am a full representation of myself, but then at the same time, what I'm representing in hip hop is um, something I think is truly triumphant and heroic. So hopefully that's what people take from it.
2: So what's your superpower?
1: Um, just being able to uh, understand perceptions and give a general um perception for everybody to understand and relate. I, I think I've, I'm pretty good at um, looking at people's situations and uh, their, you know, their journeys and for and making it very, very understandable for people who don't understand it. So, and that, and of course, metaphors and um, just wittiness and my, my flow on the record, I truly feel like is definitely another superpower. Just being able to have people hear me properly too. So,
2: yeah. Okay, then um, describe Troy Man, the artist.
1: I'm, um, I've am i uh, come to the realization that Troy Man is this uh, highly energetic um, performer. Um, knowing exactly what to say in the sake of metaphors and things like that, but um, Troy Man is a person that knows how to um, turn the crowd upside down, pretty much. Um, the metaphors are there, The the concepts of the songs are there. And um, I think that's what Troy Man is, Troy Man's embodiment is, just being able to raise energy uh, on a positive scale for, for the viewers and the listeners, I think.
2: Yeah. Who are your influences? Um, Tupac,
1: outside of that, Dr. Dre, um, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, um, Jay Cole, J. Electronica, J. Z, uh, just to name a few, Biggie, um, The the – the, the very, very strong, strong stars. Chris Brown, Swiss Beats. Um, some actors, Will Smith, Denzel. Um, yeah, you name it. It's a lot of people. But the main people I could definitely say is, um
2: yeah, Tupac and probably Tupac and Will Smith. Yeah, they said uh, Dr. Drake just got back in the studio. I'm glad to see you recover,
1: man. Yeah, this, he was going through his... Some stuff in his personal life and begin to leak over into social media and stuff. Stuff like that can take a toll on people. I'm just glad he's
2: glad he's back, man. And you was kind of hitting on hitting on it throughout the interview. But what are some of your uh, what makes you unique as a artist?
1: I think it's my overall approach on on music. Um, I try not to make uh, music that's too typical or that has been heard before. I think it really comes down to, um, I think the music that I really try to make is, um, I want people to either feel really good, smile, laugh, or learn. And um, the music that I'm I'm making is, um, usually you can hit one of, or a couple of those um, emotions or feelings with the music. So I think that's my overall general idea on how my music is accepted and um, how I approach it. Um, It's just to stick out like a sore thumb for real.
2: Hmm. Then I saw you, um, I know you was on the movie, the show on Netflix, the rap contest, uh, Rhythm Mm -hmm. and Flow. So what, uh, like what rapper team was you on? Um, It wasn't, it wasn't teams. It was was like the judges though, right? It was like Cardi B, Chance. Yeah,
1: Cardi, Chance, T.I. T.I. was the person who kind of recruited me for the show. Um uh you could say that he was like my you know I was kind of under his his wing in the show. he kind of kept a specific eye on me because I was coming out of Atlanta, but um I don't, it wasn't necessarily a team based or a deal, you know what I'm saying I think they showed appreciation over the whole board of artists but um I, I just I, I was blessed enough to still manage to have a relationship with him outside of the show too, based off of what I did in the show, so I thought that was thought that was pretty dope. You know,
2: yeah, how did you how did you like the show?
1: I think they did re- I think they did a really good job. The um the creator Jesse Collins, um he had a he had a vision, man, and, and in the beginning he made sure he stuck to that to that plan. And a lot of people um were very happy to be a part of the show and, and what it did. I think it truly um, I think it truly brought a lot more respect back to hip hop and just the true overall artistry of how hard it is for hip-hop artists to exist in this industry, but I love the show. The show was, show is great. So one of my biggest blessings. What made you, what made you sign up? Um, I, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna do it at first. Um, God, God made me sign up for real. Um, I was done with auditions, I was done with competitions and there was just this feeling in my gut. I just really couldn't shake. I didn't know what to think of it and um, I really thought about it. It was really amplified when I would think about the show and I I did it. They had an audition held at this conference room in um in Atlanta, and I performed and the, the rest was rest was history
2: So, but, I saw, uh, yeah, so so like you said, so you've been rapping even before the show because you know like sometimes, it's really like, you don't know, hear about the rappers before that contest. He's like, where did they come from? But I, I know uh, Sasha, Sasha been out for a while before that. Show, but, yeah, she's been out for a minute. So, I would say, so what you working on right now? Can well, I, know, I did, just, I just dropped a project,
1: um, January 8th, it's called Godspeed. It's just a little EP, it's eight records. Um, I'm doing another EP for Valentine's Day uh, for, for the ladies, it's called Chocolates and Diamonds. And um, Outside of that, I will be working on and finishing this, uh, this Take Eve album. Take heap blessed me with a project after the show. And um, really just been waiting on proper uh, proper timing for this, for the year to open back up. I mean, for the, for the world to open back up. And um, once we get that, uh, go Signal for that, we'll be releasing that too. So it's just been working, man. Uh, quarantine still got you, in, you know, isolated from people and stuff. But staying in front of this computer, consistently getting beats, consistently making music um and just stand prepared you know ultimately for when that proper time presents itself for me to go in and,
2: and take over the world you know okay. what would you say your your main goals are for your career right now
1: um i definitely want to cross 50
2: billion streams
1: yeah yeah 50 billion 50 billion um drake is the first artist that's done it um I know there's going to be countless amounts of artists that are going to do it again, but that is a goal. That is a milestone of mine is to, you know, by the by the end of this, I want to cross that that milestone. I want to tour. I want to sell out tours. It's, it's time for me to go out and truly let these people know my presence on on shows by, you know, by my lonesome. I, I can't wait to to sell out and, and visit all these different countries and things of that nature. But um, I think my biggest goal, and it's really really uh, informed itself throughout the last couple of, of years is I want to remain independent. Uh, I've seen the true leverage on what artists are uh, fully independent um, and what that consists of and what that looks like. And it's ownership, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's what it is that everybody thrives to have in the industry, whether they get a record deal at first or not. So those are my goals. Um, things like uh, the monetary things like Grammys and things like that, that would be great but I don't think I've, um, I've I've put my 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 goals of my career on on you know things like that. Like it's if it happens, it'll, I'll be forever appreciative. But if it doesn't, I'm I'm gonna live. I'm not gonna lose sleep. So, um, but yeah, that's I think that's just the goals that's really taken over uh, within this last three to five years for sure.
2: What made you focus on ownership?
1: um just seeing how much my people and everybody around me hat does not have anything they put in a lot of work throughout x amount of years x amount of time and leave the situation empty-handed uh whether that be in record labels or record deals um uh whether that be you know just any any uh extent of business that that these people decide to get in, in bed with um I've, I've seen people my people in particular just take the short end of the stick so it's caused me to kind of um change my, my approach to what I want my business to look like moving forward. And it's gotta, you know, I have to be on the upper hand of pretty much everything that I attach
2: my name to. You know, that's it's important. Yeah, I don't know, cause I think, man, I don't know, it's kind of, I think you have to like, it's the way we think, because you got some people, they'll rather sign a $10 million deal and be signed than make 1 million by themselves. Uh-huh. So like shit, if you can make 1 million by yourself, do you really need this deal? But I think
1: people don't think about how much they got to cut that money up too like you yeah. make that 10 million and you end up with 700 800 just because you have to pay everybody that's put that money up and it's like that's
2: where it gets sticky you know and then I don't know I even look at sometimes like sometimes to, to have your control over your art is worth taking that cut and pay so you can't always just be chasing the money because then you're going to have to give up your art. If you want this money, like you say, then shit, you're going to have to do what they say. But then you, you take, you know, you do it the hard way, then it's yours. So I'd I appreciate like that too, man. Yeah, it's important, man. I need something to pass
1: on to my, my children when I have kids. You know, I'm not going to do that working for other people throughout this entire journey. Uh, Some of that work needs to truly come back and I need to see those accolades for myself versus, you know, helping building these other companies and these. These corporations and stuff that really don't need your assistance—they just know that they can make money off of you. It's about you making money off yourself, and the minute you tap into that, you know, it'll, it'll slowly begin to show in your life. So
2: you say, "No grind, no. No grind,
1: no. No shine, no grind, no shine, no grind, no shine."
2: So, what so are some of your interests outside of music?
1: Um, I produce, but that's music. Um. I really like painting. I think I'm going to really get back into like contemporary art and painting canvases and stuff and see about selling that stuff. Um, I like skating, like roller skating and and things of that nature, but music is really so embedded into my life. It's like, even the things that I do outside of music almost have like this direct attachment to it, you know? So um, I play sports and stuff like that. You know, I'm a pretty, pretty cool chill athletic guy but it's like really a lot of the times 80 85% of the times I'm I'm making music music is really uh taking over my life you be in the skating ring mm-hmm. you be at the skating yeah, ring yeah i used to go a lot uh, a lot more when i was younger but um recently you know just with time management coming in you start to like not do you know things that just make you happy the most just living in the moment i think sometimes you really can tap in and start putting more effort towards, you know, changing your life. I would love to have a roller rink, you know, in my backyard or some shit, or, you know what I'm saying? Just really just putting in the gritty work now to a point where I could truly sit in the hobbies later, you know?
2: Yeah. what's, what's your uh, creative process when you're making music?
1: Um, it, it all depends, it, it all depends. Somebody can send me a beat and I can, it can just, you know, ideas can just immediately flood. I can immediately record it right there. Some some beats it takes me a while. I can end up writing a song for two, three months, and then everything else kind of falls in you know falls in between so there's there's no really blueprint process for real. It's more like um when the inspiration comes, how do you utilize it? You know what I'm saying, how do you get in front of it? Um, I've wrote written songs all different Conways. There's been songs I've written hand, uh written down, handwritten. there's been songs I've just gotten up and and freestyled. And they all sound, um, you know, like they have that extensive quality. So there's no right or wrong way on writing a song. And I've realized that the more I've tried different records, you know.
2: So what year did you, where do you think you
1: started? Uh, really, at 13, 14, I was 13 years ago, 14 years ago. I would say-
2: Yeah, I would say- what would you say is motivating you to stay at it?
1: Um, the reciprocation, just seeing how, how much people vibe with my art. Um, the success that I've gotten uh, up until this point is definitely giving me the signal and keep going. Shit gets hard, but ultimately, you know, you um, you got the option to, to quit or win. And you know, quitters never win, and winners never quit, so. Um, I think that's what's caused me to keep going. It's like, I've, I've gotten a taste of it and I'm not in the building yet. So it's about, you know, still working until you can buy the building.
2: And then what, what do you think is a good business to start right now for anybody listening?
1: Um, I really think it's, it all depends on what your interest is. I can tell you a great business right now, but if your interest isn't there, you know, it could be the most worst business possible for you. So it's like, start with, where it is that you know that you wouldn't mind spending a a shit ton of time at because you know once you start a business that's what you're really doing is taking yourself out of working for other people to work for yourself so whatever that is if you're making spiritual you know chakra bracelets or selling clothes you know just be invested in it that number one um as far as right now what people are gravitating towards everything is online um there's not enough there's not enough clothes. There's not enough, um, you know, different styles of that nature. There's people making shoes and all that kind of shit. But it's just about realizing what market you're in front of too. So, in um, the sake of making money, one thing I've been exposed to is, you know, people are signing up for for forex and, and getting into uh, foreign exchange, understanding capital capital interest, It's making their money that way. And they're then are truly able to go and invest it into themselves. So. But it's all up to you. It's, it's all up to the to the business owner. Like um, me, I, I make clothing. I, I make music. I make beats. And <clears throat> I'm an actor. So, you know what I'm saying? Outside of that, um, I'm pretty much doing everything that falls in that lane to, to help me acquire, you know, funds and exposure. So, yeah. as far as mm-hmm. business, it, it really depends.
2: And what's the name of your label?
1: Um, I'm not with a label right now. I'm, with, uh, I'm independent. I'm with United Masters.
2: Okay, what so I'm, I'm saying is you have a name like your own label?
1: Well, um, I just call my label at this point, is Troy, man. I don't, I don't <laughs> you know, I don't got no label like that right now. I mean, I've, I've truly thought of, of facilitating the label and bringing artists under me and stuff like that, but I haven't really crossed that bridge yet. I've been more so focused on bringing, um, um, getting the cult following and the cult fan base, you know, under my umbrella first before I can extend out and started introducing other artists that I truly believe in. But I truly see that happening. It's just not anytime soon. I give it another three to five years before I start thinking about what labels and stuff and you know how to tackle that avenue. But it is something I definitely want to be a part of because it's music business.
2: So. Yeah, what advice would you give to uh, new artists trying to get into the game and get their name out there?
1: Uh, just make sure you got your rights, man. Um, make sure you make sure the music that you make and it has no problem going straight on DSPs because the last thing you want is to make music, make dope record and stuff like that. And you can't put it out or everybody's got to go to SoundCloud to listen to it. Um, these people want accessibility. Um, they want to be able to just click a button and whatever it is that you want them to listen to pops up in their code in the next five seconds. Um, don't get music to quit. People quit all the time serious about doing music this is it's something that you know you have to really do this shit it's not something that's going to come easy and um one song will change your life one song literally one song and change your life and while you're making multiple songs realize that you know once that one song comes in play that you know you got to get ready for that roller coaster because the supply and demand of you and your brand is gonna gonna be crazy so just keep a level head too I mean, the last thing that we want is an artist that that just can't really take their mental tour of what, what it is that they're doing. So it's a challenge. Realize that. It's one of the hardest professions in the world is being a musician.
2: Neil, yeah, so, what would you like to say to your fans and supporters?
1: Um, uh, thank you for everything. I love you guys for, for everything that you guys have done for me in the sake of support. We're not done tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend because um, um, the world is a huge place. And as much as I have um, a beautiful amount of people that support me and um, everything that I represent, um, what it's about really is you know, spreading that word. And it's really about the people who believe in you the most, that are exposed to you the most and don't mind sharing you the most. So to all my supporters, I say, thank you. I love you and tell somebody, about me that you know does not know about me so we can um so we can change some shit in this music industry and and try to change some shit in this world what
2: are you trying to change
1: attitude perception a a lot of people in this generation millennials included give up on shit you know and i'm a walking testimony of you know dealing with bullshit and overcoming it um but sometimes people don't want to learn you know that's not in this society, people don't want to learn. Everybody feels like they have it all figured out, and none of us do, you know. But the point is to have that and to provide that perception for people to make it easier for them to adapt to change and adapt to learning, because you know you deal with a lot of um, society knows people, like you know, just like very arrogant people to a point where they figured they got it all figured out. And the point is to just remind everybody that they're human, that they can do anything they put their mind to.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't like uh like my thing, like I just feel like you gotta meet like every like it might be more in music and stuff or entertainment, but I just feel like just respect everybody on a person-to-person basis. Like it don't necessarily like just because you know somebody, like you can know Jay-Z or Beyonce, they don't mean shit. Like but you and me talking, it don't matter who I know, it don't matter who you know. It's me and you talking. Start there, <laughs> but right. then they think like you a man. You supposed to jump up or something,
1: like man. Right. And that's to be, to be honest with you, that's that's what people get by on in this industry. They just don't know how to, you know, not talk about their accolades it's just like, what is it that you're doing now that you, you know you're trying to change? Like people know I know Ti, people know Cardi B knows me, people know you know Chance the Rapper knows me. But that doesn't, you know, me walking into every room and every time I introduce myself, you know, speaking of those names doesn't help my situation. Like, you know, it, it's about bringing it to, you know, just awareness of me doing what it is that I need to do to, to, to move forward and inspiring the people around me to do the same for themselves. So, yeah.
2: All right, man, I want to say thanks for coming through politics Take it with me. Of course, yeah. thank you for having me, Kim. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you want to give me your social media? Yeah, uh, it's Troy Man
1: Official on everything. That's Instagram, Twitter, uh, Clubhouse, you name it. Uh, TroymanOfficial. They'll bring you straight to me. Send me DMs. I try to read all of them. I get a lot of DMs, but uh, anybody send me DMs who want to chat. Spread love. Um, I'm, I'm usually all for it. And now is a good time, too, because it's not too much traffic on my shit, because it's a lot of people that be on my shit. But I'm really open to talking to, to all fans and supporters. I love them all. Got any shout-outs? got um, shout out to the Poe Politic and Show um, you, um, yeah, and my producers, my producers and my team, um, my management team, and that's that's pretty much it. You know, we're about to get back on this, get back on this workflow, man. You know,
0: the Poe Politic and Show is brought to
1: you by rapper dot home of the official Poe Politic and merchandise, from face masks to tees and hoodies. Order yours today. Thank you for listening to the Pope Politic and Show, your home for self-help meets hip hop. For live content, subscribe to our YouTube channel.